Welcome to the Unapologetic Woman podcast, where I will be discussing being unapologetic, deepening your relationships, celebrating your sobriety, up-leveling your success, understanding metaphysics, and truly connecting with your sacred, sober, sexual self. I'm your host, Jen Stoney. Now let's begin unlocking your unapologetic woman within. Hello, unapologetic, magnetic ladies. So excited. We're going to dive in to attitude and its connection with action. Because so often we think of feminine energy as something that is like leaning back and receiving, which it is, but there's also beauty in the doing, in the aligned action, in, because remember, we are all masculine and feminine energy. And it's when we build and create and come to a beautiful harmony between those two, that is where the beauty lies. So much beauty lies and power and the flow. So remember, your actions are going to trigger your feelings. So if somebody is going to, they want to feel healthy, what are they going to do? If you want to feel healthy, have you ever heard of somebody going, oh, well, when I'm I'm not ready yet, I don't feel called to yet. Those are, to me, those are when it comes to taking action to make change in your life. Those are excuses. So if we want to take action to make change in our life, we're not going to feel the way, especially if this is the first time in your family line that you've ever done this before. So your first time in your family line, there's nothing in your genetic code. Even more importantly, they have done so much research and it's really wild, but all the way down to your heart, your heart actually has memory. There's 40,000 cells in there that hold memory. And it's so fascinating because transplant, um, somebody who receives a transplant, like a heart transplant, there have been countless stories about someone receiving a transplant of a heart. There's this one lady, for instance, she received a heart transplant. After the heart transplant, she had this utter craving for a specific kind of food. She wouldn't eat hospital food. She had to have this certain food. This food was KFC. It was Kentucky Fried Chicken. And she dove deeper into, now, there's a lot of legalities, and sometimes you're not supposed to find out who you received your organ from. But she did some digging, found out who it was from, found the family, talked with them, and found out that this man, she received his his heart, he loved Kentucky Fried Chicken. Okay? Now, there is an even more wild story, and this is just to show how much the heart holds memory. Like, it blows my mind. Um, There was a little girl who received a heart transplant and she was, after the transplant, she was waking up with night terrors, like to the point where she, the dream felt almost real. There was this man coming to her in the dream. She vividly heard specific words he said, and he killed her in the dream. 
And this got, it was so vivid. It was so detailed. She actually went to a forensic artist. The parents took her to like share like what was happening. And she was able to give the forensic artist a sketch, a full sketch. They found this guy, brought him in. This guy, without knowing why he was being brought in or anything, confessed to murdering the girl whose heart this little girl received. So I just want you all to remember, our heart carries such memory. One of the biggest reasons of why I dove into this work is because I found out that a large percentage, like we're talking over 70% of women that go through heartbreak end up having breast cancer over the left breast. And so as soon as I found that out, I dove deeper into the physiology of trauma and all the things physiology and energetically that can impact your body. And those that was a huge reason why I moved in with my parents and invested a mortgage payment into a coach was because I knew that I wanted to, one, I knew that romance was my birthright, but also I knew that if I didn't unpack this now, it was going to hurt me down the road. And that if I didn't unpack this now, it's just going to carry it into the next relationship. And so I had to unpack it. Now you could be like, Jen, why are you sharing all this about like the heart, the energy and all of this? Well, so often you've You've experienced, if you have experienced my guided meditations is when in several of them, I take you to a place where you open up your heart space and you open it up and you douse and you feel that crystal energy coming out, clearing the heart chakra and truly just dousing yourself with crystal energy and love and light and releasing all the gunk that no longer serves you. Now we go into detail with the EFT tapping, we do lots of different energetic techniques and chakra healing and all of that. My reason for the emphasis on the heart chakra and the sacral chakra, the sacral is around your sex money power and the heart chakra. Your heart chakra is also going to truly impact your attitude because your attitude is your expectations of a person, a place or a situation. And so if our attitude is out of check, more than likely we're holding something in our heart space. There's coding in there. There's memory in there. Yes, there's memory in our brain, but there's memory in our heart. And when we dive into our heart space and we clear that space, we open it up, we take our walls down. There's magic and miracles that happen that are undescribable. You've seen those people out. You've been one of those people where you just radiate love and joy and happiness and you don't need anyone else to validate you. There's the connection to your heart and why putting your attitude in check is deeply related to connecting with your heart space. And so during this holiday season, we're coming up to Christmas if you celebrate and we're also coming up to the new year. There's a lot of things that can trigger. There's grief, there's stories, there's family that you might interact with. And so one of the biggest things that I can recommend and suggest 
is to clear your heart space, cleanse your heart chakra, bless those that you're going to come in contact with at a family gathering, at a friend get together, at a work get together prior to going there. Clear your heart. Do your part. Do your part. Shift your attitude. Know that you cannot change people, places, or organizations, but you can change your energy. How powerful is that? That is so powerful. So change your energy by clearing your heart space. Shift your attitude from going within and getting these belief systems out of you. Remember when we're holding on to this gunk, these these attitudes towards people, we're only hurting ourselves. We're only causing harm to our energetic system. And then what? We're going into a room and they've said that our auric field that surrounds us, it is, oh my gosh, I forget how many feet it is, but I did research on this. And the only reason they said it was like a certain amount of feet um, emitted from us is because the equipment that measures this energetic field around us can only measure so far. Therefore, your energetic field is way bigger than you even realize. So when you go into a room this holiday season, you and I both know that you've ever heard the saying, you can cut the tension with a knife. So let's be mindful of cutting the tension with the knife and going in and coming with our best attitude. Attitude, our expectations, how we're showing up, how are you visualizing this event going? This event can be largely impacted by the energy you bring into the room, what conversations you entertain, using the acronym WAIT, why am I talking? Asking people how they're doing, asking questions about them, getting outside yourself, being of service, and knowing that your expectations are shown through your actions, which turn trigger your feelings towards them. And if you're a mom, I can bet you you've done this with your own child, because I know I have. And I'm sure you've done this with coworkers, partners, friends, right? Expectations are shown through your actions, right? The whole like, oh, who cares? They're going to do this anyways. Why even bother? You are setting up and manifesting that to happen that way. When you have a, and I'm not saying acceptance, I'm saying having a passive aggressive resentment feeling of, well, if this happens, this is just going to happen. So who cares? And you just put your arms up like, man, who cares? Well, that's going to trigger feelings of resentment, of low energetic feel. So if you look at the scale of emotions and the energy that it emits, those are low level energies, low level energies. So if we are wanting to open our heart space, magnetize, open our pleasure queen space, our sacral chakra, We need to focus on our attitudes, our energy that we bring to a room. When you're in a a really just beautiful, loving, energetic space, desiring sex, desiring pleasure, turning yourself on, having fun at work, 
getting stuff done, enjoying connecting with people, smiling. It just happens. Now, I get it. Everybody has certain seasons in their life. But here's the thing is that we get to choose how long we're in those seasons for. You can sit in the pain as long as you choose to sit in the pain. That's part of being a human. I'm all about feeling your feelings. All about it. But we also get to choose how to process them, move them, and move forward. And so, yes, feel your feelings. Are you going to be turned on all the time? No. Are you going to be just radiating love every second of every day? No. But can you shift into that energetic field? Can you choose to do differently? Can you not binge watch shows every night and be obsessed with reality TV? It is proven, I bet you anything, if you watch reality TV every day, that energy, you're going to bring in more drama and chaos into your own life. That is going to impact your attitude. That's going to impact your heart space. You want to get sucked into somebody else's drama about who they're sleeping with, who they're not sleeping with, what are they doing if they're going bankrupt, all this stuff. Become obsessed about your own life. Write your own story. Have fun staring at a screen obsessively for too long. Look, we all have the days where we Netflix and binge. I get it. That's part of the human experience. But are you taking it to a level where it's impacting your energetic field? That's my question that I really want you to think of. And you must first become successful mentally before the material comes into the physical world. Remember, When a woman gives birth to a child, it's nine months. It takes time to calibrate her energetic system to grow this baby. Her blood doubles. Her body, her, like, it's freaking insane how a woman's body transforms over nine months. Now, has the human ever said, oh my gosh, let me get in there and speed it up? Thank the Lord we haven't done that. It takes time to nurture, to gradually grow this baby. And the mother needs that time too to come into her own of of becoming a mom, of welcoming another child in and doing that. But this baby needs time to integrate, to grow. Well, so does your vision. So does your romantic manifestation. So does your... So does your physical desires, your shifts, your changes. It takes time. We live in a world of instant gratification. That's not how this works. Now, can we get instant results in things that we do? Yes. But there are also other things that take time for us to shift, embody, get to know ourselves. What do we like? What do we not like? You might manifest something really fast, learn that you actually don't like it that way, and pivot to another thing. But we have to first become successful mentally, which means we have to become successful in our attitude. In our attitude. Remember, if somebody was sitting to hire somebody... The attitude of an individual is going to rank way higher than if that person had a top-notch degree. Because you can be book smart all day long, but in a lot of positions and careers, if you cannot interact with people, if you cannot 
show up in your fullness and help bringing a team together, how are you supposed to do anything? So I really want you to encourage you that for the next 30 days, act towards everyone and everything towards yourself, towards the outside world that you're mirroring, you're stepping into, okay? So there's this life you're stepping into that you desire to magnetize, that you are just like truly igniting within you, okay? There's something, like those desires, they're fiery inside of you. And I want you to really know that those desires are in your heart because they are your destiny. So you, let's say you are desiring more romance, more love, start treating yourself that way, but start treating others that way. Maybe there, there's a friend that you can truly show that you cherish her, that you adore her. Maybe there's someone you can bring flowers to. Maybe you can start buying yourself flowers, write yourself love letters, write friends letters, telling, telling them how much you care and love them. I love more than anything sending my girlfriends cards in the mail with like words of affirmation on the back, telling them how much I appreciate and love them. It just, it brings me so much joy. And guess what? I receive cards in the mail with the same notes. Coincidence? No. What we give out, we get back. So if you desire respect, adoration, being cherished, loved by others, start to give that to the world and give it out freely, not in lack mentality of like, oh, that person's not good enough for my love. It's a stranger. Open the door. Like, yeah, maybe they were rude to you in line. Who cares? Move on. If you're holding on a resentment from a woman or a man or a person behind you in line that was rude to you and you don't want to open the door for them, we got much bigger problems. Okay? That just shows the level of resentment that you're holding. If you're holding resentment for a stranger in line, come on. We got to let some stuff go and move on and be free. Not everything is meant to be psychoanalyzed, discussed. We don't got time for that. We have much greater things that we are building. And we are here to be of service and to be a light to the world. And to truly savor in our unapologetic, magnetic, irresistible, pleasure-filled life. And that life doesn't have room for those minor little shit. And if it does, just tap it out. Take 30 seconds. Do the EFT tapping. Get it out. But the nicer the person, the better the attitude. And people will magnetize toward you. They always do. And I really want you to think of what attitude would you have if you were the most successful person in your field? If you were in an amazing romantic relationship, what would your attitude be? Someone's writing you poems love letters. I love when my husband writes me songs and poems and writes me cards. It's it's amazing. So like, what would your attitude be? How do you feel? How do you be? How do you act? How do you show up? How do you dress? How do you shower? How would your attitude be? Meaning, what's your expectations of a person, place, or situation? Act that way now. Be her now. Why wait? Your attitude is going to trigger your actions, which are going to trigger your feelings. 
You don't have control over other people. You have control over you. So let's assess that. Love yourself. Hold yourself with compassion and joy and celebration. And start igniting more fun, more play, more joy into your life today. A holiday break. So next week, there will not be an episode being dropped, but come back the first of the year. And we cannot wait to connect with you then and start 2024 off on an unapologetic note. Hope you have a beautiful, fun, happy, joyous, and free holiday season. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Unapologetic Woman podcast. I hope you liked it and learned from it. I invite you to follow this podcast, share it with a friend, and leave an honest review. For more, follow me on social at Jen Stoney, G-E-N-S-T-O-N-E-Y. Have a great day, and I can't wait to see you on the next episode.